Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Good Podcast. And uh, today we got quite a topic. It's actually a theory that I came up with recently. Now, I've discussed this with some of my friends here in China, but uh, I just figured I'd make a podcast about it. And this theory is the ABC theory. Okay. And if you don't know what that is, uh, ABC stands for American Born Chinese. Therefore, if you had some parents that migrated over to America and that were from China, and then they had you there in America, boom, you're an ABC. Congratulations. Now, my theory on these ABCs is I think, and I'm pretty confident in this, I think if you're an ABC, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be an ABC, it could be a, uh, a, a, a KBC, Korean born, oh, 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 no, 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 I'm sorry, ABK, American born Korean, or maybe even an ABJ, an American born Japanese, or an ABV, an American born Vietnamese, pretty much anyone that's American born Asians, yeah, ABA, we'll call it ABA, American born Asian. I think that these American-born Asians have some big problems. And I'll tell you the problems, okay? So what ends up happening is you have these Asian-born parents or Asian-born people that migrate over to America. Now, what they bring with them is their Asian culture. And I can tell you right now, if you've never been to Asia... It's a very strict, it's a very traditional, it's a very conservative culture, okay? They're not going to sit here and support you sleeping around with a bunch of guys and not getting married and not having kids and stuff like that. No, they're not going to be cool with that, okay? They're not going to be cool with you being a stand-up comedian, okay? They want you to be a doctor. They want you to be a lawyer. They want you to be something that's going to make a lot of money and going to be very impressive, So what happens is these people with that mindset, and I would argue that's a pretty good mindset to have. However, I do think they go a little extreme with it at times. These people come over to the States and usually together as a married couple and they're there and they don't really integrate with society very well. Uh, They kind of just stick to their Asian roots and they're just like, all right, whatever, we're here because whatever situation we were in sucked, so we're here now and it's a better situation. We're not trying to be, oh, I want to get a bunch of American friends. Like, that's not what they're doing. They're, They're sticking to their Asian ways. But if they have kids, which some of them do, a lot of them do, then that kid is going to be very American. Okay, they're going to grow up in schools with other American kids. They're going to, you know, be exposed to all the bullcrap American stuff that these kids are exposed to. And their parents are never going to teach that in their family. Their parents are going to raise them as a very conservative, very strict household. Like, that's, that's the upbringing they're going to get. Very strict, very conservative, very traditional, very to the native Asian ways that they were grown up with, okay? So you end up getting a very rough scenario 
And that scenario is you get a clash, okay? So the kid has to borderline make a choice. Am I going to stick to my Asian traditional ways that my parents are? And a lot of people, they love their parents. Or am I going to go the new Western way of doing things, which is what all my friends are doing, and completely reject everything my parents have ever thrown at me? They're given that dilemma. And it's a big deal because both ways are very extreme, okay? The Asian way can be very extreme. Trust me. I've seen it firsthand. It's extreme. If you don't do certain things, you'll be disowned by your family. Straight up. And it can be ridiculous things. Like if you don't buy a house, it's over. Your family is done with you. Or let's say you have a child and don't have and the guy just leaves you and you're not married and you just have the kid. Well, you're done. Your parents are done with you. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the parents are right. You shouldn't be having a child out of marriage. That's true. But they will disown you. They're not going to be there for you. They'll be like, screw you, you're a piece of crap. We're done with you. So it can be really, it can be a big turnoff. I understand that. A lot of the way these Chinese parents will raise their kids, it is a turnoff. And I have to see that stuff firsthand a lot of times because I have the Chinese fiance. And I'll see how they'll treat certain things or certain plans that we have. And they're just very like, oh, if it's anything outside of the traditional Chinese way, well, screw you. I ain't want any part of y'all's life anymore. And it's like, oh, okay, dang. It's a bit extreme, but okay. But I get it and I respect it. I do respect it. I really do. Because uh, I'm kind of the same way as them and I'm kind of a pretty strict person too. But yeah, so what ends up happening is these ABCs, they're stuck in that situation. And from what I've seen, now I'm not an expert, but I've seen a fair amount. A lot of these ABCs tend to go the opposite direction of what their parents are wanting. Okay? I see this all the time. Tell me if you've heard this before. You have like a podcast, right? And then you have some uh, some guest who's some Chinese or Korean or Japanese comedian who's on your podcast and they come to join you for the day. Well, I can almost guarantee you within that podcast, they're going to talk about, oh, yeah, my parents are very, very strict. They're very conservative. Yeah, they're not very happy with what I'm doing. They've kind of, you know, I haven't talked to them in like six months you know, this, that, whatever. You hear this all the time. It's like they pretty much just, they're, they're out on their parents. They're just done with their parents. It's like, parents, screw you. I'm doing my own thing. And it's never like, oh, I'm going to live a normal life, and that's going to be cool. It's usually like, oh, I'm a hardcore feminist. Oh, I'm a comedian who sleeps around with a bunch of guys. Oh, I do what I want because I'm a powerful woman. That's the way it is. I do what I want. Oh, my parents were, you know, in whatever religion. Oh, I've done away with that. Now I freaking make jokes about that religion because F that religion is such a joke. Like, that's the way they do things. And it's saddening, man. I think it's saddening. And a lot of times you'll see Asians, they'll be the craziest people in America. Some of these Asian girls, they're freaking wild, man. You'll see it all the time. I mean... <laughs> A lot of this is obviously based off of like, you know, social media or Instagram or crap I've seen on Instagram. But you'll go to like a Coachella festival and it's like the craziest, wildest girl there who's dressed like a complete whore is going to be an Asian a lot of times. 
Very often it will be. I'm at Coachella. Oh, I'm in Vegas. I'm at a pool party. And they're just going ham. Because it's like they just felt like whatever is the opposite of what my parents wanted, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, be a total slut at a pool party and sleep around with a bunch of man hoes? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds like fun. Screw it. My parents don't know what they're talking about. They're idiots. They're old-fashioned. They're, they're has-beens. And it's sad. It's really sad. Because there's a happy medium place. There, there's a happy medium place. You can find some middle ground between both those lifestyles. You really can. And it can be a pretty good person. Okay? Like, I get it. Forcing your kid to buy a house if they don't buy a house. Or if they don't give you money every year to help the family out. Yeah, that's kind of effed up. Okay? Like, you had your life, you have your own responsibilities. This kid should not be taking care of your bills and your crap. Okay? That's your job. That kid has to make a life for their own. You got to give them a little bit of freedom. You can't try to control them. A lot of these Chinese parents, they try to control their kids. Oh, you will do this. Oh, I will live with you. Me and your mother are going to live with you and your husband. It's like, uh, no. It happens all the time here in China, but I would say a big fat no to that. If my girl's parents wanted to live with us, I'd be like, yeah, not going to happen. I mean, you can disown me or do whatever. It just ain't going to happen. I am not having my mother and father-in-law live with me. Are you serious? Call me messed up, but that doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me. Uh, so no thank you. So yeah, I just feel like a lot of these Asians, man, they just go wild. And it's sad. It's really sad to see. Because their parents wanted the best for them, and uh, they felt like, okay, you know, you need to stay true to your culture, true to our background. This is where we're from. These were our upbringings. You know, we hope that you can carry on the traditions, and then it all just goes out the window. And their daughter ends up being a comedian or an actress or uh, a stripper or whatever the bucket is. And it's just, it's sad. It really is. But it's reality, and I see it happen, and it's my theory. My theory is... ABCs have a very high possibility of becoming wild and crazy and extreme with like feminism or whatever the bucket may be. I know that sounds like, oh, what's wrong with feminism? There's a lot wrong with it in 2019. Trust me, there's a lot wrong with it. Uh, so yeah, that's what they become. And it's just, yeah, that's it's because their parents, it's, it's a clashing. There's a clashing moment there, like I was saying, and they have to choose, and a lot of times they choose the Western way, and the Western way sometimes can suck really bad. Now, is that to say they're all that way? No, they're not all that way, but a lot of them are, and it's just true. I mean, you can try to debunk it, but I don't think you will. But uh, speaking of that, yeah, I, we'll finish on this. Um, I have a little bit of time. Uh, I do have to go meet my fiancés, my Chinese fiancés, parents, family, brother, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins in a small village um, in about four days. And I have to say I'm a little scared about it. I'm a little worried. I'm a little scared. A little intimidated. Uh, mainly because I don't speak Chinese and they don't speak english and that's awkward okay i mean just think of that in your head for a second already meeting a girl's family is a bit scary 
I wouldn't be scared of it, but a lot of people are. But try doing that when you can't speak the same language and it's like, eee, what do you do? Because, like, I'll tell you right now, I hate when somebody comes to meet our family and they never talk and they just sit in a corner the whole time. It's like, what are you? What are you scared of us? We're not going to kill you. Just talk to us. Jeez Louise. And I never would have been one of those people. Like, I'm all about, yeah, let's get to know the person. Let's hang out, have a good time. Yeah, I ain't scared of nothing. But in this situation, it's like, it doesn't matter how much confidence you have. It doesn't matter how good you are at, uh, you know, talking to people. You don't speak the language. So what are you going to do? I mean, as far as you can go, it's pretty much like, oh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Oh, I got a smile on my face. Oh, what are you all talking about? Oh, I don't understand because I'm not Chinese. And then you tack on the language thing with the fact that Middle-aged Chinese people are the furthest thing from a millennial American guy, okay? They're the furthest thing. You will not have a single thing in common with them. Nothing. These people live a completely different life than you do. And that is just a 100% fact, okay? Just to give you an idea... I've, I, I have met her dad, and apparently he liked me, even though the, I thought the whole situation was awkward, but whatever. He apparently liked me, and he approved of me. I don't know why. I don't know how, but he did. And, uh, yeah, her dad is just like, I don't know, rough worker, rough working guy that just works a lot, pretty dang poor, uh, you know, smokes a lot, <laughs> doesn't speak any English, um... Have no idea what his hobbies are. Have no idea what they are. But I'm assuming it's something like, oh, I play cards with my friends. Or, oh, I I, <laughs> I have no idea. I wouldn't even know what a middle-aged Chinese guy would do. I would have no idea. I guess they sit around and chat with their friends, I guess. Uh, and then the mother, middle-aged Chinese women are probably gossiping with their other their middle-aged Chinese women. And uh, just constantly like disapproving of what their children do. That's probably their main hobbies. Are they going to, you know, oh, I've been watching this TV show on Netflix. Oh, you've seen that too. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Zero bonding over like entertainment or like sports or, yeah, like an athlete. Oh, you like LeBron James? Ah, I'm more of a uh, Steph Curry guy myself. That ain't going to happen. There is zero that you're going to have in common with these people. And they live in a village, a small village. So they're not even, they probably wouldn't even be comfortable around normal big city Chinese people, let alone a freaking American who's like, uh, oh, okay. I, uh, oh, God, it's going to be so awkward. I think I got to be there for like four days. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I think personally it's going to be borderline unbearable I just all I'm hoping for because I'm going to end up marrying the girl very soon after this all I'm hoping for is that they're like oh we like him oh he seems nice oh you know we, we think he's a really good guy we're happy about this I don't care if they talk to me or not I just hope they approve of me that's about it she does have a little brother who is a student and the students typically will speak a little English which is great news 
So at least maybe I can talk to him a little bit. Hopefully I can bond with him a little bit. And then maybe he can report to his parents and be like, oh, he seems like a good guy. But, uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's going to be so uncomfortable. Because when I was with her dad before, that was so awkward. Like, we went on a, uh, a hiking trip. We hiked up a mountain. And it's like the whole time we're hiking, yeah, I don't know what to say to the guy. You know, uh, my girl can translate, which is nice, but that's just so generic, man. I don't know if you've tried to translate a conversation, but it, it's not great. It's really not. Uh, he got a picture with me. He seemed to really like me, but it's just like after the hike, we had a, like a lunch together. And God, it was awkward. Just thinking back on it, it's like, oh my gosh. All you do is just sit there. And then every now and then I'll say something to Alin, but it's like, oh, kill me now. And I have a friend here that has a girl, and he goes and visits her family all the freaking time. And I know he listens to this podcast, so he'll hear this. I don't know how he does it. I know he doesn't have anything in common with these people. It's like, dude, how miserable is that? I would avoid that at all costs. I would do max two visits a year. Max. He'll legitimately go there, like, I don't know, once a month, it seems like. It's unbelievable. But whatever. That's it. We'll see how it goes. I'll give y'all uh, an update on what happens and how it goes. Uh, I'll do a podcast about it. But, man, it's rough. And I know you guys feel for me. It ain't going to be easy. But uh, until next time, I'll, s I'll speak to y'all next time on Real Good Podcast. Have a great day.